Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Love Yours Podcast. It is your host, Aurora Tracy, and I am so happy to be hanging with you guys this week. We believe that this is the 10th episode? What? <laughs> so cool. Anyway, I know it is Thursday when I'm filming this, so not sure when you're listening, but I hope it's going amazing. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. As you can tell by the title of this episode, I have some big news and big changes happening in my little corner of the world. And honestly, I was most excited to share this update with all of you. So get comfy, let's chat while I reflect on my two years of living in the Big Apple and how I knew I was ready for this big change. You know, we start off with the first segment of checking in and a weekly catch up. But since I'm in the mood to chat this week and I want to talk about all the big changes that I've been going on, this episode pretty much is just going to be catching you all up with what's been going on behind the scenes and how I knew that I was ready for these changes. So before we get into that, let's start off with our other segment, our favorites and what we're loving recently. So for me, this week is a little bit different than what you're probably used to hearing me talk about on my favorites list. At the top right now, we have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Now, I know this may take some of you by surprise, but I have been religiously practicing and playing and putting so much time in the dojo, we call it, since I want to say like probably last October. It's, it's been well over... 10 months I've been putting hours into this game because I am insanely, insanely competitive and I hate not being good at things. And so I will force myself to learn and no matter how many times I mess up, and it's a lot because <laughs> there is so much to go into this game, I'm finding the challenge so fun. My boyfriend and our roommate and some of our other friends are really freaking good at the game and it is so irritating but in the best way because it makes for a really fun competition and sometimes we all play together and have our own little brackets or we'll play with computers and have like a whole like tournament going on it's really fun fun way to de-stress and unplug from work it gives me something else to work towards that's not you know work related or physical activity if i'm feeling lazy i just want to be on the couch but still doing something new so if you have a switch Highly, highly recommend. That's what I played on. And we've gotten all of our friends into it. It's uh, such a good time talking about it right now. My character is Pikachu. And I will say I have been doing the best I ever have. Technically, I mean, I will work on anything as little from grabbing to utilizing my tilts. And right now I'm working on my air game. I could, I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent, but <laughs> that's, that's what's been on my favorite this week. Next up for my favorites is <laughs> Morgan Wallen. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know I'm definitely a little late to the game. But just for a little background, I used to really, really, really be into country music growing up in middle school, high school. If you know where I come from, it's really not that much of a surprise that it's very popular and nothing wrong with it, but I just outgrew it. I don't know. I guess I probably went to too many concerts, played too much. Or maybe I started associating it with some, like, things I've outgrown. Regardless, Morgan Wallen is just, he's everyone's favorite for a reason. His music is so good, so catchy. I find myself singing the tunes. I love 
all of his songs. My boyfriend's into him now. It's just feel good music. And yeah, I've been playing on repeat. So check them out if you haven't, although you probably definitely have. It's okay. <laughs> and last thing I wanted to mention for my favorites was that I just downloaded the app Procreate on my iPad. And that also may be silly to mention because I know this is quite a popular app, but I was kind of not turned off from it, but intimidated by it. I've had my iPad for, I don't even know, I don't know, probably like over three, four years now. And I have never downloaded it. I always knew about it. And as a creative person, I've tried downloading other apps where I could just like draw and have a creative outlet and just kind of lose myself in that. And I can't believe I did not download Procreate sooner. Thank you to Tori, who I bought stickers from on Instagram. She makes the cutest little frog stickers to raise money for wildlife firefighters. Regardless, I asked her what she used and how she turned her drawings into stickers. I was like, that's so fascinating. I love when us little creative creatures find ways to do things like that with our passions. Similar to this podcast, actually. But, and she said, procreate. And I was like, oh, okay, I have to cave. I've heard about it so many times. I know people that love it. And it's only $12. Like, come on, $12 for the rest. And holy shit, it is so intricate in the amount of things that you can control and the details you can add and all the layers to it i literally am watching tutorials on youtube and like drawing along with the woman in the video doing the tutorials on how to use all of the tools and the brushes and it oh my gosh i'm loving it so if you need a creative outlet something new to try you love creating drawing etc or just doing something new highly recommend best 12 dollars i've spent in a long time and I don't see myself stopping using it anytime soon. Don't be surprised if you see me start sharing my drawings. I'm very proud of <laughs> what I've got so far. I like to think of myself as a good drawer. So maybe you'll see some. Okay, that wraps up the favorites. And so with that, let's jump into this week's topic. So moving out of New York City and how I knew this was the right move for me and that I was honestly ready. So I want to start by giving a quick recap on my time here in New York City, just to kind of give you an idea of what it was like. So I have been here for just over two years now. It was two years in June, which first off, I need to say flew by, flew by. I vividly remember having conversations in my senior year of college where I was talking to my family and saying oh I just have to you know live in New York for two years in order to keep this one scholarship that I had and then I'm free to move wherever and at first it's like oh two years I have to stay in New York City for two years but but let me just tell you on the other side of that flew by do not overestimate how fast time goes so it's been two years what has happened a lot a lot so my first apartment was in Midtown. Yes, you heard that right. I, okay, two things. It was a really, really great first apartment. It was super accessible to my job, 10-minute walk. I was able to even come home for breaks sometimes if I wanted, if I forgot to pack lunch, etc. It was a nice intro into the city, like I said, because there was a lot of things to do in the area. It was close to, I believe, Baruch College, so there was a lot of 
people my age around in little dive bars like Blue Haven. But it is Midtown, and if you know New York City, Midtown is a mess. It's a mess. It's just so busy, and honestly, garbage everywhere. It is much more touristy than some other areas, being so close to Grand Central. I was avoiding Times Square at all costs. I mean, I, the only time I went there is when my family came to visit, and I love you guys, but I hated every minute of it, too. Anyway, so I lived there for a year and a half, and I'll explain kind of why I have here in a second but my second roommate at that apartment is now my bestie for life you know her i've talked about her a few times emma i love you she actually still lives there so it's kind of fun i go and hang out with her a lot there and it's just like old times and so the first job i had in the city while living at this apartment i was there for 10 months and it was a recruiting role in short it really just wasn't the right environment for me and i was not afraid to make a switch because i'm pretty good at knowing my boundaries and when I'm happy and ready for a change. And so 10 months in, I was like, yep, I'm ready for a change. <laughs> I'm not really, I felt like I wasn't really growing as much as I could. So second job I got, still in recruiting, but this time with an amazing, amazing company. I really owe this opportunity to my boyfriend's sister, actually, for who, who still works there. Um, she'd got me the interview and referred me, and I'm had some of the most amazing colleagues I've ever met at this job and I met my other bestie for life Shelby I love you so much I also talk about her a lot but unfortunately I was made redundant this past January so although I was there for 10 months also which is kind of crazy my first two jobs were only 10 months long I felt I grew so much in that second job I learned a lot I made amazing connections people I still check in with to this day and that for me just really showed the importance of like knowing yourself and, and environments that you do thrive in and what is working for you and what's not because just the mere fact of how much I grew in 10 months at my second job versus how I felt I was not growing in my first job really gave me the confidence that I needed to trust myself and know kind of what's best for me and how I started this momentum and in accepting change honestly so I was made redundant this past January and found myself laid off, still living in my first apartment in Midtown, which I had a giant bedroom, but now it was very unaffordable. And I just want to preface by saying that when I did live in this first apartment, my boyfriend moved in for a period of time before he got his own place. So my boyfriend graciously returned the favor and we quickly worked out a deal for me to move into his apartment in Chinatown. So now I'm in my second apartment in Chinatown after a year and a half of living in Midtown. And oh my gosh, it has been so fun. This was one huge lifesaver for me. I really, really appreciated that we were able to work this out. And I'm so grateful for that because it, you know, saved us money. It gave me time to be able to look and switch careers. And we also traveled in this time period while I was laid off. And it just, I'm telling you, no matter what you think, life really, really always works out exactly how you want it. You just got to keep pushing forward. And this whole time in New York City for me has kind of been like <laughs> the result of that. So anyway, Chinatown, we have lived it up. We've taken advantage of the freaking amazing food everywhere that's super affordable. The accessibility of getting around to the Lower East Side, Soho, Tribeca, down to the water 
going on runs along the water and all the views since we live up on the six floors we have a view of the freedom tower from our bedroom and the apartment we've made the most of this space and had dinner friends with dinner and it's just been it's been really nice it's been a step up it kind of feels like from the midtown apartment it's a little bit smaller room but i think the area for us is less busy and yeah we've been really liking it and so now my third job which i started back in march i've been at for so what over five months now is in communications so i made the career switch from recruiting to communications which i did get my degree in pr so now i'm in my field that i studied for which was really exciting but also really intimidating because i mean if you can imagine now i'm 20 months into the professional world and out of college and i'm kind of going back to ground zero in a sense not necessarily with some of the basic principles and skills you learn with having a job in the corporate world but being in my field any other experience i had was only in internships and courses and i did have a few internships but nothing compares to real world experience honestly so that was a challenging start for me and this job that i currently have now with in communications industry is challenging me in many ways but good ways i can say it it's it's a good challenge it's a healthy challenge it's pushing me to really grow and reflect and learn fast it is a fast paced industry and i'll talk more about why i chose pr and calm in another episode because i could really talk all day about it i mean obviously i went to school for it i i love it but it's fast paced there's deadlines you kind of always feel like you know you're never fully caught up there's always something new happening or another deadline and it's it keeps me on my toes for sure and what's also been cool about this job though is i met with obviously i have new colleagues and i got to realizing how important it is to have a passion project and i think because of this job is where the podcast was really born and so i owe that to me being open and ready to take on a new challenge in an industry no matter how intimidating I was and also of course I have such amazing friends and support system that encouraged me to do so and made me feel confident in this decision so that is where I am present day now the one issue with this is that my job currently is fully remote which I I have not had before and I will say I'm, I'm very grateful. It has a lot of benefits being fully remote. Obviously, I know that. I'm aware of that. But to be honest, the apartment that we have is just not fit it for someone to be in for 15 plus hours of the day. You know, it may seem like, oh, you're only working, you know, nine to six. But, you know, I spend an hour, an hour and a half in the morning, do my morning routine, which I've talked about before. And then come the end of the day, you have to not only do like, you know, get ready for bed but other things around the house you know cleaning up doing the dishes getting dinner ready somehow taking care of myself trying to get movement in somewhere and then obviously i have the podcast too regardless not complaining but i kind of realized quickly that this environment really isn't fitting where my life is going i kind of find myself going stir crazy i'm gonna be totally honest stir crazy is the best way i have to like force myself to make sure I get time outside and move. That's why I've talked about before adding in my ab routine and my morning routine, even if it's just for like 10 minutes, just to get some type of movement in with my body 
I also feel like, not to go on a total tangent, but movement for me and like exercising, even if it's little at home ones, is so important because it is really the only time where my brain is focused on one thing at once and like really in tune with myself. Honestly, if you're anything like me, I feel like I have 10 million things going on in my head at once and I have to be very intentional about slowing my thoughts down and getting in touch with myself and moving my body and focusing on my breath during my workouts really has been the only way that I, I feel like I can clear my head. So that has helped with my productivity too, not, not only with my stir craziness. But anyway, I was going crazy in this little apartment, being here all day, and I'm, we've made it work. I mean, that's what we're good at. We're good at making these small spaces work. We're used to it from college and living in the city. But now, in the present day, I am excited to announce that we are moving out come September. September, guys. I can't tell you how excited I am that the, these next few weeks are, I know, going to take like forever seem like it takes forever when in reality i should be packing up and not saving it all to the last minute but everyone knows how that goes <laughs> we'll try our best as always <laughs> that's all we can do as humans right you can plan as much as you want but sometimes things don't always go your way so ideally would love to start packing up the place soon honestly it's not going to be too bad i mean i moved twice already before and really most everything is kind of put away. It's really just like clothes and things on the wall and like bathroom stuff, whatever. Don't want to go off on that either, but it won't be too hard. And I, I'm definitely ready for this. And I'll talk about the moment where we kind of started deciding to move out of the city and how we knew this was, this was the right time. Let me paint the scene for you guys. I believe it was Father's Day weekend. My boyfriend and I were up in Rockland for the weekend, and we were outside. It was a beautiful, like, beginning of summer day where it was kind of cloudy. Honestly, it did end up raining a little bit that day, but it was had a nice breeze, and it was comfortable, probably, like, mid-70s. And we were going for a walk along the Hudson, and I just felt so at peace. Uh, that's, that's really it. I felt at home. I felt calm. And that was the most important piece for me that I recognized is that I felt at home. I felt at ease. I felt for the first time I wasn't worrying about having to go to the grocery store in a busy time of the day and carrying all these grocery bags back to my apartment and walking them up six flights of stairs. Like I just felt happy and peaceful. And I literally looked at him while we were walking and i said would you consider moving here would you consider moving back here and i it almost felt like we were on the same page accidentally but he was basically like um oh my gosh yes this kid he's from rockland not kid obviously i call him like i call him a kid he's not a kid i love you <laughs> but he grew up in rockland so he loves rockland he's a rockland head he'd go on forever about it it is a really, really wonderful county, and the area of Nyack is specifically my favorite, and it always has been since the first time I visited Rockland and visited him. And basically, it was as simple as that. From there on, we were both like, yeah, this is, yeah, we've seen and lived in New York City. We had wonderful memories here, and honestly, Nyack is only a 
35 minute train ride out of the city on the metro north so we're not leaving the city he's still gonna have to commute here i'm still gonna be commuting here once in a while for events at my job and it's very much doable it is just so much more our pace honestly i'm so so glad i got to experience new york city i don't regret it i always wanted to do that anyone that's known me has known that but i think it took me moving here to be grateful for the space for a little bit of slowness in my life for fresh greenery hearing the sound of birds in the morning being able to just drive to the grocery store and bring some groceries back and not have to break into a ridiculous sweat and then have to shower five times a day <laughs> it it was those little things that i have quickly not quickly, I guess it kind of took some time, but realized that were important to me. And all it took was that one weekend back and knowing that our lease was coming up soon. And that was it. We started putting the planning hats on and got to it. And now the tough thing is, is you want to plan ahead, but it's hard to balance the timing of when you're leaving one place and landing another because you obviously want to avoid paying double rent. If you have any idea what moving is like, you understand the struggle. It's a balancing and waiting game. But then when the time comes, like you're on a time crunch, like you need to get looking at apartments, putting in offers, having all your paperwork together, etc. And so luckily we decided a few months in advance that we knew come August 1st, we need to start viewing apartments and be ready to put enough money down to secure a place if we want to live in Nyack because they're really great options. But in our opinion, I, I think it's a it's a poppin' area. The town is really, really cute and, like, kind of hippie, artsy. It's, like, I want to say probably, like, 20s to 30s. A lot of the individuals that I see there, a lot of good restaurants and bookstores and crystal stores or one store, but I've been there multiple times. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And now, guess what? I'm living right next to it on the same block. Tell me that's not, like, manifesting. I mean, I used to make my boyfriend take me there. Two years ago, before he moved to the city, and he still lived in Rockland, and I was like, I need to, I just feel it today. I need to go get a crystal. <laughs> My crazy ass. No, I'm just kidding. Not crazy, kind of. <laughs> anyway, we started planning this months ago, and we were getting on Zillow and Trulia Rentals and checking out the area. And then one of his best friends actually just moved to Nyack, so I was like, we need to ask, like, how did he do it if he used a realtor? Because I really, really want to secure our best spot, or one that's going to work well for us. And so we did. We went through a realtor, and the apartment that we loved, our number one choice from day one, was on the market for over 50 days. And when I tell you, we were literally praying every day that no one took the spot no one takes like this as long as it stays on like we know august 1st we're going to look at it and we're putting money down asap like that's what's happening well guess freaking what guess what the weekend we start to go look at apartments we see that it becomes off market right devastated upset there's still other good options we're trying to keep spirits high <laughs> this is a roller coaster i swear and trying to be optimistic but in the back of our minds we're like damn like that was really that was perfect for us we started envisioning it i literally started envisioning like living there what i would decorate it as and then we get a call saying that whoever they had in process for the application wasn't looking like it was going well and the owner said that 
our realtor was free to show it. Go ahead, look at it. I wouldn't tell you to do that if I felt like this wasn't going to work out. And we were literally like, no way. This is, this is lining up too good, too good right now. We found this out the day before we were going to view other places. So we were able to secure a viewing time. And when I tell you, when you know, you know, that's the exact, exact feeling we got with this apartment. I mean, before we walked in, um, no one else saw, but a monarch butterfly flew by right by my face. I believe my boyfriend was probably on the phone. The realtor was unlocking the door, so no one else caught it, but flew right by my face. And if you believe in signs or omens, to me, butterflies are a big, big one for me. Mostly, I view them kind of as signs from, you know, my dad or loved ones that have passed away. But also, I see them also as a sign of, like, comfort and good luck. It really depends, you know, on the individual. But for me, that's what I connect that end. Guess what? I'm not. I'm not making this up. I promise you. Butterfly flew by my face. Get up the stairs. It's only one flight of stairs, by the way. One flight of stairs. Hallelujah. And the shape of the door knocker on this door is a freaking butterfly. A butterfly on the door, the front door of the apartment that we've wanted for so long, and it miraculously became available for us. I shit you not if that's not a sign then i don't know what to tell you because that was crazy i've never seen that before in any other door so i was like okay immediately like we don't even have anything signed no money and yeah we're literally just viewing it i'm like no this is ours this is our apartment like that's happening <laughs> this is a done deal we get in we view it stunning stunning for us it's perfect it's everything we want of over just over a thousand square feet which we're probably living in like half that now <laughs> to be honest so that is already an amazing, amazing plus in a full bedroom, bathroom, living room, dining room, kitchen, like so much natural light. Windows overlook the Hudson. I can see the Tappan Zee Bridge. Like this place is just so dreamy. Immediately that night, we sign all the papers, get the money together, start the process. And it takes us a week, a week to hear back. To hear back from the owners and when i tell you this week we were so on edge i could not sleep i was having dreams of planning out the entire layout of the apartment and when i told my mom that i was like i was like no we have not heard back yet but i have it all planned out the entire layout i know exactly what's going where like i was telling her this is here that's there i was like it's my way of manifesting to be honest i'm acting as if it's already our apartment i'm like it's it's ours like we haven't heard back but i have the plans like it has to be ours and my mom kind of laughed, not in like a rude way, but like, oh, Aurora, always like, always just jumping the gun. Like, that's what I do. I'm kind of delusional. It's fine. I know it. <laughs> but guess what? It freaking worked. And a week later, we heard back. And after running around the ring with them for a whole day, because they were kind of a pain in the ass. Regardless, we got the place secured. It's ours. And I could not be more ecstatic. And that feeling inside me is reassurance that I know I'm making the right decision throughout this whole time that's what I've let lead me is just my my gut feeling my intuition knowing what I feel like I need in that moment and what I'm missing I'm missing some more space I'm, I'm missing a little bit of a slower lifestyle being able to go outside and just go for nice walks or I'm kind of just over the fast pace for now, and it's better suited to my lifestyle. I'm honestly like a homebody. I love being home just as much as I love getting outside, and if I'm going to spend so much time at home with work and my hobbies, I need the space to do so, you know, and comfortably. And especially as we're getting older now, like, 
I think your priorities change. I think it's very natural. And so for anyone that might be unsure about making a change, if you know, you've been going back and forth, just sit with yourself for a little bit. Really tune in to your needs, what you feel like you're missing, what you're, you want in place of what you're missing. Maybe think about your future. So in the future, for example, we want to eventually move out of the country into more like <laughs> kind of a more remote area um and sort of like live off the land this is like in the future and so i think this is a step in the right direction for us you know as an example so think about your longer term goals even and what you can do now to kind of get you a step closer to that would be my best advice now i'm sorry i kind of went off on a tangent on the story of how this has all worked out but it has just been such a roller coaster of an experience but overall very enjoyable and i really wanted to share that with you guys because I think it's really important to see how other people can go through things that may be scary or nerve-wracking or anxiety-inducing. And to be honest, I was, I was even unsure in some moments, but I think it's helpful to see others go through situations like that and see how amazing they can come out on the other side of that. See the wonderful results that come with listening to yourself and doing what you feel is best despite others because we don't live for others around here (laughs) we get one shot at this life and if you're not doing everything that you can to make yourself happy and reach your goals and do what you want you know like what's the point and i don't say that on an ignorant level like i know there's just some things in our life that we have to do that we don't necessarily want to do but on a greater level you should be you know reaching to make yourself happy on a day-to-day and if you're not sure how to do that making sure you're taking time for yourself to love yourself because you deserve that. You deserve the love and care you give to other things and other people. You deserve to give that to yourself as well. And I think this is a form of self-love is knowing which of my needs weren't being met, what goals I have, and kind of what's in the way of that and how I can get to that next step. And for me, if you don't know, like there's a lot of other ventures I eventually want to do with this, you know, community and building. And I have so many other ideas. I really really want my own candle business one day i want to have my own cafe and kind of combine the two i have a whole vision and i feel like having this more space is really going to help me grow in all my creative passions i'm going to hopefully have an amazing setup and be able to do videos for for this podcast and eventually go up on youtube that is another goal i have for this podcast um And so that's why I feel like it was important to share with you guys. I mean, the community that I'm really wanting to build here, aside from helping others love themselves and go through things in life and just kind of relate to each other and act as almost, you know, a big sister, best friend, whatever you kind of reconnect with, um, I want to grow and encourage others to do the same and not be afraid of change and helping everyone learn a little something about themselves. You know, and if I can inspire others to do that while I'm on my own growth journey and taking on my passions, then I will be happy. I simply love hearing how you all connect with me on my podcast and how much it touches you. And it's really, really neat and it really warms my heart. And that's that's why I do what I do. (laughs) No, but for real, I'm really enjoying this podcast and I can't thank you all for the support enough. Before I close out today's episode, I did want to give a shout out to Make Mental Podcast. 
These are really great friends of mine, and they're doing some amazing things with their podcast. Really great. It's a different setup from mine, but if, you know, he said it best. If you can't find things that maybe help you in my podcast, or maybe it's not hitting home sometimes, or not the format that you always need, they're also in the mental health space. And they do it a little differently for me, and I think it can kind of really pair well. And go ahead and give them a listen. I listen to them on Spotify, but I know they're on other platforms as well. Make Mental Podcast. Go give it a listen. Check them out because that's what we do around here. We support each other and we talk about mental health because it is normal. It's okay. We're human and we don't have to go through things alone. I got you. And I think that's where I'm going to end today's episode. As usual, please make sure you do something extra for yourself this week. Love yourself a little extra harder. And again, I appreciate your support so much. Please, if you don't already, follow me on Spotify. Leave five-star review if you're liking what you're hearing. And you can listen to me on any other streaming platforms. Or email me at loveyourspodcasts, plural podcasts, at gmail.com. And I will see you all, or hear you all, next week. Bye!